Yeah, so this is episode six of the Bonfire Banter Podcast. I'm Matthew, aka Bonfire Cherry. I'm Dean, uh, DJ Web Consultancy. And um, this time round, Dean's in charge of what we're talking about, so you never know what's going to happen this one. Yeah. So, so, I, so I have uh, normally I have a brief idea of what I'm going to say with this. I have absolutely have no idea what I'm going to say. So this is going to be very, very interesting. Well, generally, I've got no idea what I'm going to say. So. <laughs> For everybody, then it's going to be rather interesting. I've got an outline, so I suppose this is technically scripted in a way. But yeah, we should do more strips really for this. <laughs> but again, what we're doing off off strips is having more fun. Yeah, my approach to most things in life has been fly by the seat of your pants kind of thing. <laughs> But yeah, um, so today we want to talk about, well, I chose to talk about finding your market. Um, I I guess it basically translates as finding people who are going to buy your stuff. But it might not necessarily just be about um, selling stuff. You might want to just get attention for other things. It could be, say, um, a charity thing you want to raise awareness for. It could be um, just a personal blog you want to get um a little bit more attention if you want to spread a message um so yeah the general overview is for we'll start with is i'm going to talk about um different parts different ways you can find your market which can include seo um finding where people where your audience hang out um traditional kind of market research and asking people um and there's also just the strategy of just throw stuff out there and see what sticks before you start what what does um seo mean i should really know this (laughs) i should say this for listeners too i suppose it's a search engine optimization Ah. so yeah it's less of a mouthful if you just say seo yeah, I guess it's a bit more of a technical thing. It's it's uh, lots of simple things, basically. Um, and it doesn't just apply to Google. There's other search engines that do exist. <laughs> it's a bit of a BBC thing to say, I suppose. <laughs> but yeah, um, and they, they do try to make it a bit confusing by design because if you know what works, then that can be abused. And so... Um, yeah, there's it's a, it's a problem. Doing slightly off topic here, but um, I don't know. I went I went to an um, Etsy workshop recently, yeah, and they've got, changed their algorithm on that to stick out. Um, so they're so trying to um, we're trying to work out new ways to so like change the name of the of a product to help make sure it stands out in the listing properly and on the SEO and that and Google as well. Yeah, I know in the case of uh, service like Amazon, that's uh, been an ongoing thing of uh, their. The algorithm changing all the time and there's been lots of, uh, anytime something like this happens, um, there's usually some kind of uproar or complaints because obviously nobody likes people, change. Yeah. That's, that's what it comes down to. But, um, also if it affects people's income and livelihoods and that's very kind of emotional thing, there's emotions attached to that. Of course. Yeah. Obviously, um, yeah. yeah. So a lot of, um, other crafters I know have had that problem. So hundreds of pounds one month and nothing when the another month when it got changed around and whatnot. Yeah. I know that um just a a print business I work with, they nearly went under because of the 
a Google search change in. Um, not just because of that, but because a competitor did some um, stuff to, um, not on the website itself, but off-site. They basically linked back to them using lots of spammy um, sources. So uh, they managed to knock down their rankings quite considerably by doing that. Ooh. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So in this day and age, um, something went over the workshop as well. Now with Morris now selling to machines first, and then the customer second, really, isn't it? Better than getting this algorithm. It does kind of work out that way, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, What the general approach is, uh, just have users in mind first, and as long as you follow the the um correct standards then that should work out in your favor which we'll we'll go into a bit now cool looking forward to um, i mean i am looking forward as you're about to just go into it don't know why i said that (laughs) (laughs) so seo you've got to have your fundamentals in place this means um it's a if you're using a what you see is what you get editor referred to as WYSIWYG editor um you might notice you have different kind of styles for your text you can use um for example it'll be heading one heading two paragraph um i know for most end users they just look at it as this can change the appearance of it to blah 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 but um it's actually quite important to make sure you use the correct kind of paragraph styles for what they are so i hate heading one for example that's traditionally what the search engines pay most attention to in terms of a heading because um if you just take small paragraph text and then you just edit that paragraph text to be bold and then change the size and change the color whatever that's not going to have as much impact as using the correct um paragraph style um, oh, that's interesting so a main heading style should be h1 um ideally you should just have one h1 tag um you could have a, a couple a few on the same page but only if it makes sense to so generally the ha- traditionally the h1 is basically almost like a title tag of your page and then for sub headings you'd use h2 h3 and so on and so forth um and another fundamental people often miss out are things like the Things like the title and description tag for their websites. What that basically means is when you do a Google search, um, in the search results, you'll see the name of a website um, as a main thing. That's usually pulls in the title tag of a website. If you don't fill in the title or description tags, then the search engine will try to fill in the fill in what they think is relevant from page oh that's interesting but um that might not necessarily be what you want because um i know in my experience if i've if i've ignored that in the past um i'm not saying i have but maybe i have <laughs> then <laughs> um it's picked what well, it's um it's just picked up something on the page which the search engine has made a judgment call about so thinking i think this is more relevant for this brand of shoes um yeah. but actually we don't want it to be considered that relevant because it it's uh it's not the main page we want to rank for that search term so um there's numerous reasons why a page might not rank the way you want it to um but 
in for the sake of illustration this example um we'll just say it's because we're not using proper um title and description tags um generally you whatever website page building service you use there'll be some kind of um there, sh there, there will have to be some kind of input for this you can use it will just say a description or title or it might just say its name of your page um it might just take in whatever you call the page and use that as a title um yeah. this is probably getting a bit technical but it's really worth looking into might, might get you to more. look after my, look at my website <laughs> after this <Yeah. laughs> i'll use some points if you want yeah um and whatever service you use it's worth doing a google search just to say something long if you say use use shopify yeah. Um, do a Google search for Shopify SEO. It might even already be available in their documentation. Um, but this is a, a pretty important thing worth keeping in, in mind when you build your site. Yeah. Um, so we've gone over the fundamentals, um, of SEO just very, very, very briefly. Um, but these are really worth keeping in mind and making sure you pay attention to. Yeah. And also another thing to keep in mind is try to reduce um your keyword name pollution. So what that means is if you're trying to target tote bags, um yeah. you have to think about how people are gonna search for tote bags. Are they looking for a specific design or a kind of theme? So a, a particular theme might cover various kinds of designs. Yeah. And uh that's what I'm gonna look I'm looking just into in the future. Um after I get my current products, I'm going to start doing themes. Oh, cool. Products. I think that's the, that's a good idea to do. Like, um, say if you're going, if you're trying to sell something photography themed, that could be many different things. It could be a camera. It could be a camera flash. It could be, um, just an illustration of photos, a montage. Yeah. Could, it could be anything, but, um, it's I like think. Polaroid film. Yeah. It's a variety of different things. Yeah. And with this in mind, um, it also helps to keep in mind what people are actually searching for. So one way you can do this to get ideas is you can use a keyword suggestion tool from Google. Um, I think it's actually a built-in thing for AdWords. You don't have to use AdWords to be able to use this feature. Um, you can just go to Google AdWords and use a tool, I think, Um I can't remember an honesty that's probably changed since last time I started up using an AdWords account. But generally speaking, you can do some amount of research using that tool. Yeah, for a similar thing for Etsy. For example, there's Etsy Rank and a site I've discovered recently called um, Marmalade. Um, yeah, Marmalade. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, if you search the keywords that you've been using to see how popular they are and if you want to change them over and that. That's interesting. I think that's the basis. There's more to each of them, but... That's a new one to me. Marmalade or Marmalade? Marmalade. That makes more sense, actually. Mar yeah, I get Mar what I, I get what, Mar I see what I did there. Marmalade. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And uh, other tools to exist. <laughs> yes. I keep thinking of that Muller Rouge um, song, Ma uh, Lady Rouge. Marmalade. <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not relevant to it, it just sounds similar. Pretty lady mama lady. <laughs> Believe me, you don't want to hear me sing. 
And from that, because he's talking about Paddington Bear, from that, where he's bad, where he's mad, sandwiches, but anyway, I'm getting up, I'm being naughty, I'm going off tangent, but as Dean, you, you know me so well, I, I, I got off random tangents of you yeah. wonder what the hell I go on about sometimes. It's a creative mind, so. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, you continue. Yep. So, um, doing your research for what people are searching for, there's a service called Google Trends, which um, can also give you an idea. I don't think it's really that accurate in terms of what telling you what people are searching for in terms of traffic volume. Well, can we um, look that up now and <laughs> yeah. or after? <laughs> I'll show you after. Yes. But, uh, well, it, we, can, we can do like a, a special podcast where we can talk about search and stuff and see what the results are and do like a weird but even though it sounds it, sketchy yeah so it's, it's like you do like an audio thing of what we're doing <laughs> yeah. i don't know could do something like twitch or something maybe yeah i, I could do a live stream on my um, phone and it won't be any context until anybody really watches <laughs> listens to this yeah but anyways um i, I know, i'm yeah. naughty i'm slapping i would slap myself <laughs> on the wrist but i don't want to cause any uh, any audio problems for <laughs> dean to edit after and um, so the uh, I'll, I'll tell myself off then i'll let dean continue <laughs> <laughs> okay it's so getting back on track google trends um although it's not i don't believe it's bad accurate for 10 new absolute volume for what people are searching for but it can be handy for um giving you an idea of related search terms that people are searching for this is another function that the google suggest tool uses but uh keyword suggestion tool for adwords but um i think i find it can be interesting because it can give you a bit more historical data on um how things are changing over time so i know an, an obvious um, example might be weight loss for example um, most people tend to do a search around January time because of news resolutions and whatnot um, and uh, also around August time I found interesting um, it's I don't know if people are just thinking more about summer bod- beach bodies and, and stuff but it's a it's a bit uh, I thought more of the start of summer would make more sense or just before but I guess not <laughs> So like with um so like crafts and that we have to look into different trends. Like at the moment it's um like unicorns, llamas, fruit like um pineapples, uh, watermelons. It's well, interesting how trends and pop um certain things change all the time while the certain trends will repeat every year, like you going on about weight loss and stuff like that. Yeah. I find it rather interesting. That reminds me, something called I'll go into live on air. Um, you're going to hear me typing stuff. I just want to quickly check something still exists. I know the service. What you're called- searching is all safe for work, I thought I may add. Yes, as far as we know so far. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you're helps- a gas for me, you know what? <laughs> <gasps> oh my god. <laughs> How dare you, Dean? Yeah. Getting a general, um. That's a new one for me. Yeah. Pop URLs. Um, looking at the front page of Reddit. Pop URLs. Yeah. <laughs> this, what this does, it helps aggregate different, um, sources of news together. So things like Reddit, The Verge, Dig, um, and various other things too. YouTube, the, yeah. the most, the most news accurate site in the world. <laughs> yeah. It's worth just scanning the headlines of these different websites because, um, it gives you an idea of what what's in the current zeitgeist. What what are people thinking about? What's kind of trending in terms of 
making being amusing to people or um basically what are people gonna potentially look at and think that's relevant to my interests right now so because these things change over time yes i was uh, yeah so many different things that come up like um fidget spinners um yeah remember pogs (laughs) pogs oh god if you the sad thing if you probably collected they'd probably be worthless now it's like uh bean uh, beanie bait yeah was it beanie bait yeah Yeah, they're absolutely worthless now i think the only thing was probably um very very old lego was in a box an old game boy um yeah lego's pretty much timeless isn't it yes Oh, love Lego. I could do a whole, I could do a whole episode talking about my love of Lego. Um, well, I would never do any prints or anything of Lego rather than I'll get sued. It sounds by almost them. like a love affair you've got of it. I can, I'm going to write some sonnets and, <laughs> 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 um, I want the world to know I have to declare my love for Lego. <laughs> I, 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 also, I was into like a Teresa in about 15, uh, 15, 16. Right. Um, that, that's, Grab it while bust. I love it again. I love like the um, Lego architecture. Yeah, but yeah, I love how some trends, as Spain said earlier, some trends change over time, or some just stick around forever. It's like Pokemon that was yeah. so big in the nineties, died down, but it's now popular again with Pokemon Go and yeah. the new the new games and that. Yeah, it's interesting to see how these kind of things endure over time. But I guess like, it's just something like Super Mario or. Uh, Sonic, yeah. They... <laughs> we just we, could, we might just do a nostalgia podcast. <laughs> yes. <after> this. <laughs> you have to be a nicest kid to remember this. Reference. Yes, <laughs> uh, it sounds like clickbait, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the name of it, clickbait. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, moving on. Um, it, so yeah, it can be handy to. Definitely do your research on trends and um, this can help you plan ahead in terms of um, also how these interests can evolve over time. So um, if it's, I know, for example, um, what you think about Christmas time is going to be different around New Year's time and um, so on and so forth. I didn't have that um, general idea very well fleshed out, so... But uh, hopefully you get the general idea of what's behind that, of what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And obviously, uh, with, with SEO, this, the, as we mentioned before, these things change all the time. So what works for someone one year, it's going to change another year. And it used to be that Google search algorithms would have major change uh, once or twice a year. But now apparently they are always updating a search algorithm on an ongoing basis. Um, I I think it's Moz, um, if I remember correctly. Um, there are other websites that might do something similar, but they do keep um, an eye on whether there's any major changes with search, and that can be handy to help you look at, um, get, let help you work out if anything's changed recently. Um, 
because it might just be you've done something to your website differently, which has affected something. So that can help you identify what the problem might be. If you look in analytics, if you've got Google Analytics installed or some other third party service, other so <laughs> analytics services. So going out along with um, Etsy as well. And to some extreme, and uh, they're with Etsy, for example, they're more now changing it now. Um, that you can get more, um, start to do like a subscription service on Etsy now. That's rather oh, right. interesting. Um, not something I'd rather than just in doing at the moment where I've got me on website and whatnot as well. But that's a uh, topic for another time. I see. Yeah. So, um, also, one thing that's really a quick win is. Paying attention to Google local business listings. Um, if some, if your local business, especially, if uh, someone wants to do, say, um, I don't, I don't know, like printed gifts, for example. Um, if you are on a Google local business listing and you're local to this business, there's a good chance you're going to come up for um, that search term. So, um, as if you're if you work locally in particular, that's really worth doing. But also. If you're working more nationally or even internationally, it does also help improve your overall SEO because that's one other factor which Google take into consideration when they're trying to score your overall SEO quality score. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah, it's definitely useful. It's a lot of this stuff is basic um, and kind of, in a way, it's just common sense, but. It does all get overlooked um, very easily, especially if you're not really in this world so much of paying a lot of attention to it. So it's definitely worth um, investigating and keeping an eye on the changes. Yeah. And next, find out where people in your market hang out. Um, If you're not sure of um, who or where your market is, it might be worth doing a Google search for just for Google image search of thing terms relevant to what it is you sell. Um, this isn't a, the best way of working out who your market is, but it can give you an idea of what people have in mind when they think about your product and think about it helps you consider how it's perceived by other people um, for better or worse. So you might notice some things which people look at um, your product in a negative way so maybe you want to this might make you think about how to um, direct people away from that or to think differently even Um, if you've got a good idea of your market then it can also um, help to well, even if you don't have a good idea yet, it can help to just mind map some ideas of interests that you seem relevant um, to your, cust- your potential customer base because um, it's not always as straightforward as just saying your audience is um, a white male in his 30s or 40s um, with X income or whatever it is. Um, I mean, those things do factor in, but you've got to be... It's not that straightforward anymore. Um People are a lot more diverse compared to how they used to be, I think, because yeah. we've got so much more um, pop culture. We've got lots more, I think. Variety. Yeah. Um, I think experiences are something a lot more open to everyone now, in a way, because um, 
if you even just think about um, how people used to look at someone um, as having an identity, um, when maybe if they don't have much money, they'll just have one major thing, which they're known for. Like, that's Jimmy. He's he's got a guitar. He likes to play guitar. And uh, he's... I mean, that is still um, in the, something which is in effect today, where people have one major thing they're interested in and um, they that's kind of their life in a way but um but also it's people have got a lot more choice it's like um tv for example that's um how majority of people now like in the uk and recently if i remember correctly that's um netflix is much more uh, people watch netflix more than it's like national more than normal tv for example because there's the option to watch whatever you want, obviously paid and whatnot, and obviously there's YouTube and that as well. But I use a fair bit because I don't have a TV in my room. I only, I only get the options to watch TV, like um, like in the morning and whatnot. Yeah, it's very rare I watch regular TV anymore. It's mostly Netflix for me or Amazon Prime, um, or well YouTube. I actually mostly just use it to for music videos to listen to music. Um, Random thing about YouTube: YouTube music sucks. How does it? You 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 can't you everything else is alright with it, but you can't repeat. The most simple thing of any music service oh, is the option saying. to repeat. Yeah. You can't do that. Yeah. Um, with um, Spotify, I use for um, I use for current. I'm not using it a while for some a few reasons. And um, when you when you, um, it's, um, he wasn't able to um. Re- do repeat on the free surface, but when you paid, you can. I'm on like a trial thing of YouTube music, and you just can't do that. Mill music and Spotify, but without the basics of um, repeats, it's just stupid. But yeah, that's my random tangent mode yeah, about that's YouTube interesting music. To know. I was actually <laughs> considering whether to subscribe to it or not. Um, yeah, um, I can't remember. If, normally, if you're on a uh, video, don't you have the option to repeat that? thing you're watching at the moment i think if you've got in like a playlist and that you can yeah. right i see okay so yeah it's another now in the coffin for <laughs> isn't it? i but think yeah. whatever youtube tries it doesn't go down well like um was it youtube rev first the the, the paid bit oh, i thought you... it was the same difference actually because i, I remember they had you as basically means that you don't you, you can pay not to see ads no, no, it's um paid um to watch like paid um shows and that what YouTube creators oh, yeah, okay. have purchased. I might, I would still think you still need to see um um adverts, but I could be absolutely wrong. On that. Yeah, well, I think the existing service says you you don't uh it, you you don't see adverts for the Google Music the YouTube Music thing. I thought. Oh, that's, um. Yeah. Well, um. I don't we, know. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's um. Yeah, topic for another time. If you want to know, do a Google search. Yes, <laughs> obviously there's Bing and there's Yahoo. I can't believe Yahoo's yeah. still around. Remember, ask Jeeves yeah. again. Well, we're going all this nostalgic stuff at this point. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Dean, uh, I honestly think Dean's been very informative in this. I think. Um, yeah, podcast. I feel like we've become an old man. <laughs> You're <laughs> an old man. Tell me, I'm older. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <you're honest>. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm not 20-something anymore. <laughs> but... 
31. God, I'll be 30 in two years' time, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Another day I teach before we, we start a debate about that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I swear I'm this right, I'm going to make this um, podcast not very safe for work. <laughs> Back on topic, um, finding people in your market where they hang out. Another way to do this online is to join a groups. Um, so this might be something like, uh, I don't know if it's to say relevant anymore, but it's Google groups, uh, Yahoo groups, um, but also Google Facebook circles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that even still a thing? I don't know. <laughs> That was a thing. Yeah. But I don't know if it's still a thing, though. I mean. Yeah, because he is group, I remember there's like Google business Birds groups and... on Facebook, that on Twitter, there's like out, ha- hashtag hours, like. Okay. Um, like weekdays in the UK, right about one o'clock. If you um, search the hashtag 1 p.m. Right. lunch, there's all attracted to other business owners. Um, two o'clock, it's. Biz hour for creative, um, people on Wednesday at half seven. It's, um, hashtag handmade hour. There's a variety of different hours. Oh, I don't know that. There you know. Yeah. <laughs> you're teaching me stuff. That's good. <laughs> so yeah. Um, so that's another way of helping to find out where the people hang out and, um, also forums, um, and it might seem a bit outdated to some people, but a lot of people do still actually use um, traditional forums. Um, well, Reddit is still amazingly popular. Oh, well, yeah. T- that's technically a forum, isn't it? Is, it is, yeah, yeah. I bet I get tons of comments from Reddit, Reddit users saying, this is not just like a forum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and also, um, it's... There's other ways of uh, finding where people hang out. Like Twitter's an obvious one. Just look for hashtags... Um, also places like, uh, I guess Instagram works in the same way too. Yeah, with um, hashtags, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, cause stories are, um, sort of, the, um, you can talk view in Facebook nowadays. And, um, that attracts quite a lot of, um, of, of views from people. That's a good way to get that work. So I, I don't, uh, so I, um, when I was away in Cornwall last week, well, this week, technically, I, I'm sort of used to work in retail. I keep thinking the Sunday we're recording this one is the start of a new week, but obviously normally it's it's on a Monday. But um, yeah, for that side and um, so Instagram stories quite a lot and got um quite a lot of views on each, each more than I would do on a normal Instagram post, for example. When you do broadcast broadcast on there as well, what attracts people, it's it's the same different things what work to your lights are interests and see what's it works out best really yeah different ways of like checking groups on facebook or that um hashtag hours on twitter to see whatever works yeah that's something i should look into myself <laughs> yes well yeah. we're, we're, and this i think he's going to help me one uh, dean's going to help me help me with something i think i'm going to help dean with something so we're helping each other out on this yeah. and hopefully what i've been saying will help you lot as well yeah, that's uh, as a saying, iron sharpens iron. So uh, yeah, there's something to be said about um, being able to just um, have kind of a. I guess this is basically kind of a mastermind in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's definitely more you can achieve um, with other people rather than in isolation. 
Um, so yeah, um, what, something I'll describe as a bit of a ninja tactic for Facebook groups is if you look at what other people are liking on their profile pages, um, that also gives you one way of helping to build up a demographic of um, who your customer is. Yeah. Because uh, you, you you can start to spot different trends. Um, I mean, you, you, you've you got a good idea of your demographic on um, Instagram, don't you? And, yeah. And Twitter, I assume, is similar to information is power. Well, no, no, it's knowledge is power. Is the same, isn't it? Yeah. And but, um, in this day and age, you get so much information, and obviously, obviously, with recent um, data protection laws, and yeah, it's slightly changed that as well. It does, but yeah. Um, but one thing to keep in mind also is your use your demographic on a particular service like Twitter might not be your demographic overall because that might be more the typical. Twitter or or Instagram user, for example. So um, you just got to keep that in mind so you're not shutting out other parts of the market too. Yeah. Um, also, um, if you, these groups that you become part of, it really helps to contribute and to become active because um, if people notice, um, people are just going to notice you more and you can if you build relationships with people um in a friendly sense then it's just um good to way of creating yourself more exposure and if you get one person interested in what it is you do then it's like throwing a pebble into a pond it creates ripple effect because that person will tell other people and they can tell other people so you get a bit of a network effect that's very true definitely and also uh don't just look online also look offline look at what people are doing locally um so if if say there's an accounting group whatever you do it might not be relevant to accounting but um if you're getting involved with these it is relevant to business so it can still be relevant to you and it can also help you just get more exposure to different kinds of people if you um it may or may not be a good idea to do something like that. Because um, there's often a lot of um, networking groups around towns and that. Yeah. But also, the nice thing about going to something more specific um, is that with a general networking group, people are just, the mindset can just be more a case of, I'm going to spray loads of business cards around and um, hope that people want to buy from me there. Yeah. But, um, you're going to have much more potential engagement in something which is a lot more niche because people aren't really expecting that kind of approach so much and you're not going to be competing with all the other people. So let's say if you make websites, um, then going to find an event or group relevant to accounting, um, you might go there with the approach of, well, I don't know accounting very well. I want to get to know more about this. And I'm just interested to know how these other people um, work and what kind of challenges they face relevant to what I do. So um, that can be a good way of getting some insight into different parts of potential market. And also you're just building up more contacts and um, trying to, it helps you get more interest from places you might not necessarily expect. Yeah. 
And with that in mind, also just ask people what they're struggling with um, in a specific area that you serve. So <clears throat> this can help you further Im- improve your product or service. If you can just ask people, then they're willing to just tell you, um, well, I don't like this or this about this thing. Um, and so this can just give you more things to think about in terms of what can I do better to set myself apart from the competition. Yeah. And uh, don't also just think in terms of um, businessy stuff. Look at, think about what people are doing in their spare time. Um, this can give you more insights into what people actually are taking interest in because what they want to try and take an interest in for business versus what they want to try and take an interest in in a spare time that's completely different in a way yeah from the sense of um they actually care about one thing the other thing they care about a certain amount yeah and uh jumping back to online um if you search blogs relevant to what it is that you want um are interested in working in this can be quite handy in terms of um just finding out more about people who really care who are more of an influencer in this kind of um area um and this also um is relevant back to what i was talking about earlier with um just looking at people on places like facebook and twitter and just looking at their interests and who they talk to because um this can give you more of an an idea of what the audience for that particular kind of um blog is because they've already got your audience um and there's potential you can also um get involved in this this group become part of that tribe to also become an influencer and um get more interest yeah um Traditional customer research, uh, you can use, there's a service called Mintel you can use for market research. I think, I don't know if this is a case nationwide, but uh, in our local library, they actually let you get um, free access to this database. Oh, that's good. Yeah, so that's worth um, looking into if you have an interest in that. And asking people doing traditional research, you can do surveys um you can post a survey in the forum um you can just ask people um what you want to know without um posting the survey in the forum you could even just um use a service like uh i can't remember what it's called i think it's form monkey or something like that um yeah, that sounds. The services like that, and uh, also you could just use Google Forms to as another method you can use. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's tons of blogging. Um, yeah, there's tons of forums that are online to hunt. Yeah, I suppose even Tumblr might work. Yeah, and a nice thing about these more old school kind of forums is that I think you 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 can potentially have more opportunity to. Um, get exposed compared to uh facebook which um is limiting exposure to everything more so i think yeah it's trying how, how to facebook keeps changing, stuff. Yeah. yeah a lot of stuff can just get missed um because it's more like 
I've heard, well, with Twitter in particular, I've heard it referred to as like drinking from a fire hose because there's just lots of um, data um, going through there uh, by the second. So it's easy to miss stuff. It's more ephemeral. So um... at this point, the recording equipment unfortunately failed on us. So we've lost the last five or so minutes, but you'll be pleased to know that you've not actually missed out on anything really because all the important stuff we've actually managed to get so that's a good thing and so with that thanks for listening and we'll talk to you next time